There was a young couple that lived in Eretz Israel, that lived, excuse me, uh, in America a little while ago. And unfortunately, they started their marriage like everybody else, waiting for the thing that young couples wait for to build a family. But one year after the next, nothing helped. Treatment after treatment, nothing helped. 10 years go by, 15 years go by, 20 years go by, they still haven't had a child. And then one day, this woman gives birth to a baby boy, and the whole community comes out for the Brit Milah, for the, the what's it called, for the Pidyon Aben. Everyone's going crazy. What a simchadis is, they're going nuts, they can't believe it. Everyone is celebrating in the highest form because of how much, how, how much pain they saw this couple go through. And now how much joy, their joy was everyone's joy. Anyway, one day, many years after the baby was born, a friend comes to, the, to this man, a close friend, he says, tell me, you know, I've asked you a hundred times. You guys never had kids. What did you do differently that all of a sudden you were zochet to have children? And the guy says, listen, you know, by now my son is 16 years old. I feel like I could tell you. 16 years you've been asking me this question. 16 years I've been giving you the runaround. But now my son is 16 years old, I can tell you what happened. We tried everything. Eventually we came to the conclusion that if it was not meant to happen for us, it was not meant to happen for us. So we kind of gave up. One day, there was a story that went around the community. It was horrible. There was a girl who was 14 or 15 years old in high school in the community, whose father fell upon hard times, and he couldn't pay tuition in the Jewish school for his daughter. The school sent him lesson, message after message after message. You have to pay. We have to pay our teachers. We're not running a free a school over here. More messages, more messages. The guy didn't have the money. They send them a warning. Look, we can't have people here for free. It's, we're really sorry. Well, you know, until eventually, the guy ignored enough messages that the school sent this teenage girl home from school because she couldn't pay the fee for the yeshiva. Now, I know your thoughts. Everybody here is thinking, oh, yeshivas are terrible. Everybody loves to blame institutions, but institutions are made up of people. And those people have realistic concerns. They have to pay the bills. They can't let people not pay. And, and if they do, then no one will pay. So... It's not, the villain in the story is not the school for not having, they actually pushed uh, the story long enough until they carried it for free as long as they could. Eventually there was nothing more that they could do. They sent her home. Word spread through, she was a great girl. There's no reason why she would leave school all of a sudden. There's no reason why a girl, a religious girl, should start going to public school. Everybody understood that the reason was because the family was so poor they didn't have money. The girl was humiliated. She couldn't show her face in shul, in the community, at events. The family, under the radar, hiding under the table. The guy says to his wife, look, you know, we don't have kids. We're never going to have to pay tuition. Maybe, maybe let's go. Maybe let's see what we can do for this girl in the school. They call a secret meeting with the principal of the school and the finance people in the school, and they say, listen, you know, I don't know what we could do, but we have to solve this problem. You can't have a girl publicly humiliate a family walking around with this cloud over their heads. How much money is it? How much money does she owe? Maybe we could try and pay some of it. The guy makes a you know, back of the napkin calculation, this, that, the other. He comes up with a number, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. He says, look, what if, what if me and my wife, what if we took on to try and pay it on their behalf? The principal says she's only three years through school, two years through school. She's got a few more years. Well, how much would the whole thing be? 
from where she didn't pay until the end of high school. The guy makes a calculation, astronomical sum. Could you imagine? Anyone here who's paying tuition knows how expensive it is. Imagine you had to pay for all the years in one shot. The guy says, look, that's too much. He goes, I don't have that money. But he says, but here's what I could do. If you let me pay in payments, I'll pay every month a couple hundred dollars. That's how much I could put aside. I'll pay off the entire amount of tuition. The guy says, you realize that's like 70 payments. He says, it's a, you know what? It's okay. We'll do it. Six years worth of payments. He's taking on himself for a girl he doesn't know. Immediately, he says, after the story, my wife became pregnant. But the deal with the school was that no one would ever know that I did it for, that I did it for her. And I didn't want to tell anyone. But now my son is 16 years old. He's older than she was at the time of the story. The story is long gone. Why was he so careful not to say? Number one, the reason why he was careful not to say is because mitzvah, tzedakah that you do, beseter, is the highest form of tzedakah. Tzedakah that you do in, uh, in private, in hiding. Well, you don't know the ani, the ani doesn't know you. The principal doesn't tell the girl. They just tell the girl that we decided to take you back. But my friends, it's more than that. And I need you to hear this carefully. Listen carefully. It's not just that he did tzedakah privately. What was the whole point that got him involved here? He wasn't getting involved because of Jewish education of the child. That's not what brought him to the table. What brought him to the table for this young girl? Her humiliation, her embarrassment. So what good would it do if you save her from the embarrassment of not being able to pay the school and you trade the embarrassment with the embarrassment that someone had to pay for her? Sometimes we don't think what it is that the person is dal, what it is that the person is missing. More than Jewish education, this girl was missing her humanity, she was missing her dignity. The family was missing the simplest ability to feel like they could take care of their child. So what do you do? You took it away from the school and you gave it to the guy, you made him feel, he still feels like a nobody. They still felt like nobodies. My friends, that is the power of chesed. Getting into someone else's shoes, feeling what is the problem that I'm solving, and then trying to solve that problem in this beautiful way.